Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Whether it's ancient knowledge or simply a time in life where things seem simpler and therefore better, it's really common for people to have a reverence for things past. This sentiment becomes even more common or stronger in times of change or uncertainty. What is this dynamic of the yearning for or elevation of the past? Today we discuss what glorifying the past is really all about and how to empower your present to rewrite your future. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. So Karen, a lot of us tend to hold a lot of reverence for the past mm -hmm. and can kind of get stuck there. Mm -hmm. Why do you think this happens? Yeah, so there's two phenomenon, or two phenomena, I should say, that happen with regards to the past. So one that I've noticed, they're kind of the same actually, but they show up in different ways. Mm -hmm. So one tends to be sort of like a spiritual thing where there's a reverence for like an ancient culture or like a mysticism from a time. So like the ancient Mayans or the ancient Tibetans or Egyptians or Hawaiians or whomever, okay? Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then there's something a little bit more mundane. So in our, like this lifetime, you know, a time that was simpler or a time where we were happy, or a time where, I don't know, something good was happening. And then we tend to like spin into that time and like attach to it. And we want kind of everything to be like that time, or we always reference that as the, like the good old days, yeah. right? And it's funny because typically I found that that happens when there's something happening in our present that we don't like, or we mm. don't want to face, mm. or that we don't want to be with. So what we do is instead of being like, okay, I'm going to meet my present with the sovereignty of myself as a co-creator, I'm gonna instead, because I don't realize I have that power, I'm gonna like focus on this other thing back here that happened when it was like the glory days. But it's funny, you know, those glory days weren't always that glorious, right? So we have this like little sliver of like, you know, I don't know, I guess like the typical thing would be like when you were like the, this is very American, so I'm Canadian, so it's hard for me to reference, but like when you were the captain of the football team or whatever it was, it's right, supposed to be cool, head right? Cheerleader the head cheerleader, popular, or popular or whatever, like I don't know what the thing is, but whatever that thing is, you know, when like people are at the pinnacle of their popularity and uh, being loved and all this sort of stuff, they think, okay, well that time was spectacular. But if you really remember that time, you know, so they see it through the lens of like when I was that, that was my pinnacle and my life was amazing. Mm -hmm. But also at that life, perhaps you also, despite, being well loved, you felt like you weren't worthy. Your grades were suffering. You were in a like a relationship with your high school sweetheart and it wasn't going so well or whatever, but we don't necessarily remember all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we remember like the little sliver of like glory, right? And then we amplify that, right? And mm -hmm. so I think that's the trouble with sitting in the past is that we don't come into it's the present. It's not quite accurate. Yeah, it's yeah. not accurate. Yeah, we do tend to romanticize the yeah. good times and yeah. Yeah, totally. Blow, blow it out of proportion. Yeah, exactly. And then we can sit there for too long. And it's not, you You almost like create like a fantasy, right, of that past as opposed to being in the present, 
which is where you're more empowered to co-create your reality. Right. I think there was like a some statistic that actually whatever percentage of our memory isn't quite accurate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I think it's 50%. Yeah, it's a pretty large, yeah. large number. Yeah. yeah. And which is kind of interesting because like we either make it up or fill it in. And so it doesn't didn't actually happen the way we remember remember it, which is kind of amazing if mm -hmm. we think about it and mm -hmm. when we embellish it. And it's um, you know, it's it's the same when people revere um, ancient traditions, like you know, the ancient Mayans, the Tibetans or whatever. And so the thing is about those cultures and those times is that a lot of those ancient civilizations where they had a lot of um, you know spiritual advancement there are different definitely things we can learn from those civilizations and those particular traditions absolutely there's wisdom there but we have to also remember that consciousness continues to rise and there's a lot to take advantage of now okay so my point simply is to always Whenever you're being taught anything, okay, whether it's like from some ancient tradition or now or whatever, is to scan it against yourself and see, does it resonate with me? What can I learn from this system, from this teaching, from whatever, that mm -hmm. resonates with me that will propel me forward? Mm -hmm. And then use what it is that propels you forward and leave the rest. Because I've noticed that in the in the spiritual community, there's like, oh, like the ancient Mayans did all this stuff, so everything they did was amazing. And like, you know what I mean? Like they give the power away to this like ancient teaching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. In that civilization at the time, there was slavery. There wasn't exactly equality amongst all the people. You know, you know. So the consciousness level was a certain at a certain level. Do you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not saying that there is not wisdom to be gained. There is yeah. from these different traditions, absolutely. But my point is, the consciousness of the time wasn't like that evolved. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. And to and the key point I think is to give your power away to yes. this time or time in your life or time in history yeah that this putting it on this major pedestal and you're missing the present yeah exactly that's your point yeah, yeah. and and also there are people who teach like you know they have like you know from this particular time right mm -hmm. whatever it is it doesn't matter what it is mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they become like the the access point to this ancient tradition this ancient wisdom and then that can happen too where people will give their power away to that person because they have this access to this knowledge so my point is mm -hmm. learn from who you feel resonant with and that's wonderful and whoever it is whether it's me someone else it doesn't matter take what resonates with you which will catalyze you forward that like you know that you're like yes that's true for me mm -hmm. but not everything is going to be true for you necessarily right so just assess against yourself like what really is true for you watch your power are you just handing it over to someone else or are you assessing like is this good for me does this is this relevant for me can i learn from this mm -hmm. all that sort of thing yeah, so. it sounds like you're talking about your internal compass mm -hmm. and, and getting clear on that. And I think yeah. that's actually what frequency work also does yeah. as like a little side note. Maybe yeah. you're doing it for something else, but it actually does help to hone oh, totally. and clarify your yeah. inner compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Because as you release your distortion patterns, it clarifies who you are and your ability mm -hmm. just to discern things that are more in alignment with you. And the wonderful mm -hmm. thing about frequency work is that practitioners who use it, so for example, you're an acupuncturist, yeah. which is a very ancient tradition, okay? A very old science, yeah. okay? It also, you do a form of acupuncture that's esoteric in the sense that it has some magic to it, yeah. you know? And so it's a very specific branch, you know, mm -hmm. five elements. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, the more you clarify from doing frequency work, the more potent that particular aspect of acupuncture becomes because yeah. it's coming through you, which yeah. is a 
of a higher resonance order. And so therefore what you practice is going to be of a higher resonance. So you can like bring the best forward from the tradition that you are embodying mm. or teaching or practicing or whatever it is. So yeah. Beautiful. Be, yeah, yeah. And I know um, my partner, Blake, he's mm -hmm. a yoga teacher. Yeah. And even through him doing the frequency work, he's noticed um, just his teaching becoming more, I guess you could say, like I've said before, solid in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So what it, whatever it is that you do, yeah, it, doesn't it just becomes amplified in its yeah. clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Just really yeah. Cool. Because it's all, all those things are like wrapping, right? Mm. Like the gift inside is you. It's your brilliance, right? So your brilliance is coming out and it's coming through the expression of the wrapping around you, you know? Mm -hmm. And whether it's yoga or acupuncture or whatever it is, that's really what you're doing. You're lighting that up and so that other people can receive it, which is really cool. Yeah. And um, I think the other thing too is when we, the important thing is that when we start to revere the past as like a simple time, a better time, a clearer time, it's like I said, often because we're, we're really in avoidance of what's happening in the present moment. And so it's like, okay, what am I here? Like, what am I doing in the present? Like what's happening in the present moment that I can't be with? And then to ask the question, why can't I be with that? Mm. Like what's here that's making it sticky for me that I don't want to deal with, that I want to avoid? Because likely it's a distortion pattern that you're not addressing that's getting louder and louder and louder mm. for you to release the distortion pattern around. And once you do that, then your experience of the present becomes much more empowered and much more pleasurable mm -hmm. because you can be with whatever it is. And as your resonance rises even more, that's when you can start to really create manifest, right? Ah, so that's yes. when it gets exciting. Yeah, so yeah, I'm thinking about just this morning as having a, a conversation with my brother on the phone and he was like, yeah, I was just looking through old videos and like literally like mm -hmm. reminiscing. There was like a sadness there, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like yeah. that, and I get like that too. I'm like totally. looking through old pictures. So when somebody's in that and they feel kind of stuck, yeah. first of all, notice, yeah. right? And then ask yourself, what is it that I'm missing in yeah. the present? That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. And we have, because it's funny, I'm glad you brought that up. As humans, we tend to grieve the passage of things. Yes. Right? Yes. So we all know, like the Buddhists have been saying for a long time, everything is temporary, right? Yeah. They've been saying this for like... A thousand, like thousands of years. Thousands, yeah. Okay, right. They've been saying this, like everything is temporary because well, it is. And so, but these humans were like, oh no, it's temporary. Yeah. You know, like we want to make it fixed. Like yes. we want to like have that experience forever. And then when we, and we grieve the loss of that time. Yes. We grieve the loss of those relationships. Or of, that thing. Or that thing or whatever it is. Yeah. So my suggestion would be like, nostalgia is totally normal and human. So to notice that sadness for that time, you know, it's like, because it's not, it's about the loss of that time. Does that make sense that it's no longer? That's the thing that we're grieving. Right. So to allow yourself to feel that sort of sadness and then just let it wash through you. Right. It's like, oh, that time's different. And then what you can think of if you get stuck there, notice if you get stuck. So the first thing is A, notice, get stuck. Yes. B, one thing to pull yourself out of that is what am I grateful for right now? Yes. Like right now. Okay. In this present, In this present moment. moment. I'm, I'm able to breathe really, I mean, even as like, can I breathe really deeply? I mean, that's pretty glorious, mm -hmm. right? Or I can look at the sky and that's really beautiful. Or mm -hmm. I really love the you know, dress I'm wearing or whatever. It doesn't have to be anything like monumental, yeah. but that's what existence is. It's of the details and the celebration of like the mundane. That's what makes life really magical. Yeah. So if you feel your nostalgia for the past, 
feel gratitude then and celebration for the moment that you're in currently. And that will bring you back into the zero point of space and time. Because remember, you're going to be back in the zero point of space and time. What happens when people stay in that past moment of like, oh, you know, it used to be like this and blah, blah, blah. They start to time distort back into the past. You don't want to stay there. That's bad. You want to come back into the present moment yeah. because that's where you co-create your reality from. If you're always back here in nostalgia land and grief and like how it always used to be, or like some people do it negatively. Like, um, I was abused at this, at this point in my life and they live their life in that like state. I'm not saying abuse is okay. It's not, it's horrible. Okay. Right. So I'm not suggesting by any stretch that it's good. I'm just saying that if you stay there, in like age whatever, when that abuse happened, then you actually are in a past distortion pattern where you stay disempowered, where you're giving your power away to the abuser because mm. you're not back here in the present moment where now you're rewriting your future. Right. Make sense? Yes. You don't want to give that person the power anymore. You got to come back here into the present moment because this is where you start to change things, where you can release distortion patterns, where things in your future can start to change. Yeah. So I'm really thinking important. about somebody that I know... Um, She's um, in her maybe 60s or almost 70s, mm -hmm. and she used to be in an all-girl band. And mm -hmm. her whole life, since I've known her for 10 years plus, is living back in that, oh, I almost, oh. like I could have been famous, like that whole thing. Right. And never is present, never can appreciate. It's, it's a very negative, actually a very negative life that she lives, yeah. just as an example. Yeah. And then I'm also thinking about, you're really describing like the season of autumn and the metal element as I'm, you oh. know, I work with the elements. So, okay. so you see like there's, if you go back to, um, in your mind, what autumn is to you, yeah. right? The feeling of the crispness of the air yeah. and, yeah. you know, the leaves are, are falling, the trees letting go. There's a natural letting go. go. Yeah. And there is almost like, um, a poignancy. Yeah, like a melancholy. Yes. Yeah. A subtle melancholy. And it's beautiful though. Mm -hmm. At the same time, yeah. it's, it's a death but it's an appreciation of what, of what once was. was. Yeah. yeah. So I, I know people who can get stuck in that metal yes. element, right? Yeah. And they're always in grief and they're actually like <sighs> weeping in their voice and yeah. things are never, you know, resolved. resolved. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the, the main point that I'm hearing is honor what you're feeling. Yeah. Appreciate the past. That nostalgia can be beautiful, but not to get stuck in it. Yes. Yeah. And to bring yourself back into the present moment. Yes. And release the distortion pattern that's causing you to want to go into the past. Don't distort into the past. So you have to deal with the time uh, distortion, mm -hmm. right? Because that that can happen, right? It's like you're you're the woman you're talking about who's yeah. always in about the all-girl band, like yeah. what could have happened, yeah. whatever the expectations. I could have made it, but I didn't. Where would I have been now? Now uh, all that stuff. That's a huge time distortion. So she needs to be pulled into the present moment of time. And luckily, with frequency work, that can happen. Mm -hmm. So um, that's really important. And also for with regards to like spiritual stuff, is to take the things that resonate with you and carry them forward in the way that works best for you, right? Mm -hmm. So never to like get, watch where you give your power away, right? To, you know, some sage, some guru, some different time, some whatever and whatnot. Just watch where you're doing that mm -hmm. and just check with yourself. Does this resonate with me? Can I learn from this? What can I do with this mm -hmm. to like accelerate forward? Mm -hmm. Not to just take it in carte blanche as if everything about that was like amazing and therefore you have to take all of it in. Right. Because I mean, even, um, you know, like it doesn't matter the tradition. There, there's the the culture sometimes that they come from are rife with things like oppression 
against women or caste systems or you know slavery or whatever was yeah, occurring a lot at the of time like, and yeah killings just, and yeah. like stuff like this right that's embedded in the consciousness of that time so when the teachings are there yes they may be of a high order i'm not saying they're not necessarily mm -hmm. however running through that is that consciousness level mm. so just to be aware of that yeah okay and take like i Not said to what put works. everything up on a pedestal exactly yeah actually going back to the metal element um there's not to get too involved i'm just mm -hmm. seeing a correlation um there's organs associated with each element so mm -hmm. with metal and the autumn is the colon mm -hmm. and the lungs mm -hmm. so the lungs take in and the mm -hmm. colon releases, releases but we call the colon the diamond miner hmm. so it's like you're extracting that last bit of jewel yeah. before you release yeah yeah so same thing with the ancient those ancient traditions yes. that we revere so highly yeah take what works for you and bring it into your current right yeah. your present yeah exactly and then make it yours yours totally cool yeah okay so yeah really becoming the observer yeah of your own yeah and being aware of what is present for you always zero point of space and time zero point of space and time so for those of you who don't know what that is zero point of of space is right here in the center of your body. Episode 97, watch about the rendering, Tia's favorite. Yes. And then also the zero point of time is the present moment in linear time mm. for people's reference. And if you are curious about time, episode 80, what is time, we'll teach you about that. Perfect. Thank yeah. you, Karen. I think that sums it up. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the good old days. So the focus of this GFC will be to give clarity on um, and perspective on the past so that you can um, start to let go of uh, a reverence for the past that is oversimplified and let go of what you need to and keep what it is that serves you. Okay. Settling in to your body and becoming aware of it. So noticing the back body, 
particularly from the uh, top of the head all the way to the base of your tailbone. So just noticing this back part of your body, what it's touching. Temperature and whether or not it feels at ease or if it's holding tension anywhere. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Now becoming aware of the insides of your elbows. Mm -hmm. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just notice it. Don't change it at first. Notice if you feel compelled to, simply because you've brought your attention to it. Notice if there's judgment that comes up about your breath and what you should do to change it. And whenever you're ready, after a few breaths of just noticing your breath, taking the opportunity to deepen it, to allow it to become more full, become much more expanded noticing if you can allow your breath to fill not only the front part of your body but also your back body and also your side body, allowing for the sides of your ribs to expand, noticing them shift under your armpits. Mm -hmm. And for some of you who've been doing this a little while longer, noticing how deep your breath can drop today. How low can it sink into your belly, perhaps into your pelvic girdle or even your groin? Just noticing what it is today. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, please become aware 
of the sounds all around you. You know, sound has a texture. of all different kinds of layers melded together. How far away, how close the sound is, the rhythm of it, pitch of it. Noticing the sound. Mm -hmm. Good. Noticing the feeling now of the air on your skin. So that may require that you become even more present and notice that. What does the air feel like today? Noticing its humidity, its temperature, the movement of it, whether it feels heavy with humidity or perhaps, depending on where you are, pollution in the air or whether it feels light and dry. Good. And whenever you're ready, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, you'll likely have to open your eyes for this. Okay, now some of you who are more experienced, if you can do this without your eyes open, that's totally great. And if you need to open your eyes, then please do so. So for those of you who are new, triangulating simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those objects are is not important. But as you notice these objects in the space around you, noticing the distance between each object and you. So for example, if the armchair is about, is object A, and you notice it's about five foot away from you, then feel the distance between the armchair and you. It's always between the object and you. And please do this for objects B and C. And as you do this for each object, your sense of where you are in space will clarify, uh, come into focus, or be more present for you. Why time is, uh, excuse me, why your spatial coordinate is important uh, can be found in episode 80 of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies called What is Time? And also episode 97, which you can listen to later. 
Good. And now please become aware of your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. We're going to take a nice deep breath here together, inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of four. And whenever you've completed that four count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. So what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and to become coherent. So for those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence, especially if I'm working in really high frequency levels. And if I make physical noise, it doesn't benefit you because it means I have to drop my frequency resonance. I also do make physical noise, so you'll hear me yawn or exhale or um, sometimes even hum. And I've noticed that's often when I'm removing stickier or heavier uh, distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Good. Keeping your attention in the heart space, now that the mastermind has come into coherence, we're going to ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very, very center. And as you become aware of this brilliance, it begins to intensify because you have your attention on it. And as it intensifies, it very naturally starts to expand outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, 
your bone structure. Out through your flesh and your muscles, through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Mm -hmm. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at frequency level or spirit level to increase your frequency resonance. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from how much distortion you can release to your perception of and experience of the reality, what your reality is, and how quickly you integrate. So this is one of the most important things that we do together. Good. Keeping your attention in the heart space. First, we're releasing this distortion pattern, which is one of the mind. Okay, it's a it's a thought form pattern, which tends to oversimplify. Everything then was fantastic. All people are like this. Um you always are whatever. So this tendency to overgeneralize and oversimplify. Okay. So this is what happens at a lower resonance when we can't find um, nuance, plurality, or distinction. Okay. Because we're not at a higher enough resonance functioning from a higher level order. So Let's release this lower level pattern here, this thought form distortion. 
So you can start to not only gain clarity on when there's a tendency to do this, but also to discern what you want to leave and what you want to take in. Good. Still in the heart space, okay, bringing your attention from the heart space all the way up uh, through the center of the body, up the throat, into the space just underneath your chin. Uh huh. Okay, this is attachment to the past. So releasing this. Now, for some of you, uh, there's a subgroup where you hang on to the past because it provides a sense of stability to you. Okay. However, uh, past doesn't exist. It's just a projection from your mind. So we're going to help you release this. And what we believe happened often is uh, constructed by the mind. It didn't actually happen. So let's release the attachment to the past so you can be more in the present moment and in place of an empowerment, an ability to influence or co-create your reality better. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Bringing your attention now, please, to the space between the vertebrae and your neck and also the heart space. Okay. So this is a little bit different for depending on what subgroup you're in. So for one subgroup, this is like a stubbornness of wanting to hold onto the past. Okay. Of like holding fixed in the mind a certain like mental idea of how things were. Okay. okay. For others, the distortion is like, um, how do I explain this? It's like an elevation of a different time because this one is terrible. All right. And then for a third subgroup, this is a resistance to the now. Okay, what is happening now? And the past is an escape. So for some of you, the past is an escape. Uh, for many of you, there's resistance to the now. Okay, whether you go into the past, the future, or whatever, um, there's a resistance to now. So hopefully uh, that makes sense.
Ja. Mhm. Yeah, bring your attention to the midpoint of your solar plexus. Your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So find the center point between those two points, okay? It's helping you come back into the present moment of time, or what I call the zero point of linear time and the zero point of space. It's from this point that we have the most power to influence and effectively co-create our reality. It's also the gateway into the infiniteness of spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bringing your attention now, please, to that xiphoid process. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it, towards the belly button in a straight line, clearing out and resetting your pain body. Because your pain body has a memory. And as you're releasing distortion patterns, if you don't do this, or if I don't do this, it only takes a couple of seconds, it makes your integration harder than it needs to be. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. 
If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.